welcome to Giving Back to Gwinnett on Business Radio X. Giving Back to Gwinnett highlights the wonderful nonprofit organizations that serve our community. This show is presented by Minuteman Press of Duluth. Minuteman Press of Duluth designs, prints, and promotes you. We are coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. I am your host, Lynn Robinette, with the Wishes for Me Foundation. Did you know that there are over 4,000 wonderful nonprofit organizations in our area? Today, we will be featuring two of them. We hope you will be touched by their mission and their impact in our community so that you'll want to get involved. Today, our guest, we have Connie Menzer from Full Supply and Tempa Kohler from Special Needs and Treats. Thank you and welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So we're going to start with you, Connie, and with uh, Full Supply. This is our first time to meet. I've known Tempa for years, but tell me, what is Full Supply? Full Supply is a nonprofit organization, as as you shared. And the main focus is to mentor women one-on-one and in small groups. Um, And it's an opportunity to help women grow spiritually in their walk with Christ. Okay. And so with that, do you you focus on their walk with Christ, but also how does that help them to work? I mean, do you work with other aspects of their life or just be a mentor and assist? It's a mentoring relationship between the mentor and the mentee. It's an opportunity to help them grow spiritually, to establish a firm foundation in their faith, um, apply life principles in everyday life situations, and in the end become blossom as leaders and just discover what God's what God created them for and right. His design for them. That's what I was wanting. <laughs> yes, I, I I knew that there was more details, and, but good. No, that's. Because women sometimes don't understand if they've never gone through a mentee process. So I love mentee processes just because we always need somebody to vet our thoughts and Mm -hmm. next steps and ideas and so forth at times. And sometimes we can get in that gray area real fast. So, uh, yes. So describe the client that your ministry works with. You know, we work with several types of clients. The main client is the Christian woman, um, but we meet with women who are new believers or young in their faith, again, just to help them establish their faith and grow in that relationship with Christ, understanding who they are in Christ and uh, becoming those spiritual leaders. We also meet with the mature Christian, obviously, because um, that's the person that's already established in their faith. And um, so we equip them and provide them with the training and the tools if they need that so that they can get started right away. But we obviously also have a passion for the non-Christian, that person who has questions and they want answers and just to help them guide them in their spiritual walk as well as they're seeking. How does your ministry help women to establish their faith to become mentors? I actually created a three-phase process, Mm -hmm. and through this, it's we actually walk alongside women in their spiritual walk, obviously pointing them to Christ along the way. But uh, the first phase is their their journey with Jesus, which obviously that's the crux, right? Our personal relationship with Mm -hmm. Christ, so it's that foundation. 
their journey of faith. Again, that goes back into life issues and what does the word have to say uh, about any and all areas that we may face to that uh, journey of purpose, discovering uh, God's direction and their passion and what God's leading them to do. As the mentors, name some of the changes that have transpired from the women who is being mentored. You know, it's interesting because it's amazing to watch the process, how women change inwardly as Mm -hmm. well as outwardly. There's that inward change where as a result of meeting with that mentor and being in that safe place, they can just be themselves and be honest and upfront about who they are, where they are, what they're facing. And then together, look at the scriptures to see what God's word has to say. And then have that aha moment, right? Mm -hmm. Where the scriptures come alive and they gain that insight or that truth or that answer to that tough question that they've longed to have. With that, you know, that's where the transformation obviously takes place. And then there's that outward part, right? Because of that stirring that's already happening on the inside, then they have that new, that perspective shift or that mind shift Mm -hmm. um, and that new behavior change that gives them a whole new attitude and outlook on life. Within your program, with your mentors, do the mentors meet as a group on a regular basis just to uh, continue their fellowship with other mentors Mentors. to just keep their foundation strong as well? You know, it's interesting. That's a good question. Um, I've tried that and many just don't. They like that one-on-one relationship or um, obviously if they're in a group setting, they already have that. Right. But um, I find that most of them don't meet together, but I have been able to arrange events where I did get women together and relationships were developed. Okay. So with your mentees, hypothetically, I come in as a mentee. I've got my mentor that I'm working with. Is that a daily conversation? Do they meet weekly? What does that really look like? The process can take a year, mm-hmm. but it can take longer depending on you know, how often people meet. But I usually start out the first quarter meeting on a weekly basis, and I encourage that with the mentors and the mentees. And then gradually you start meeting uh, by the second phase every two weeks and then on a monthly basis. So okay. it tapers off. All right. Do you find after they, the mentee has graduated, they still stay in close contact? Or Absolutely. I was just going to say, I mean, that's a lot of personal bonding. You know, how can you not? Because absolutely. I mean, you're talking about any and everything. It's an intimate relationship. So obviously, you know, the ins and outs of each other. You know, initially there's the mentee underneath the mentor type look, but gradually it becomes side by side. So they're together. It's more equal. Do you see your mentees becoming mentors down the road? I do. Many of them already have. And wonderful. I'm always grateful when they surpass me, you know, in areas too. It's exciting. We always need a partner to walk with, you (laughs) know, just, I mean, people have their spouses to lean on, but men need men partners for, you know, just their walk as a man. And same thing with the women, Mm -hmm. you know, and I see this with a lot of men's Bible studies and women's Bible studies. You'll start bonding with certain ones in the group. And a lot of churches have gone to your small group studies Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis with five to six people in there to where you've got that fellowship and connection and be there, you know. 
And uh, so are you in local churches? Is that your main target group that you're trying to get the mentor-mentee process? Or do you work with women's homes? Or are you trying to work with, you know, maybe less fortunate women? Or where are you trying to get the people from to participate in your program? A lot of the women are referrals or they find me on my website. And so, which is extremely interesting for me because I meet business women who make large incomes to women who don't make much at all. So there's a huge variety as far as the income level, but the real common factor that they have is that they're eager to grow Mm -hmm. in their relationship with Christ. They want more of Christ and that's what keeps them coming and wanting to do that. Now, do I go into churches? Yes. I, um, most of these women that I meet with go to a variety of churches, but I do have a local church where I'm helping them establish uh, a mentoring program in their church, and I'm more than happy to help other churches do the same. Yeah, that's it's wonderful. growing. <laughs> Much needed. Yeah. I mean, I think um, when you know a new Christian isn't getting the mentoring, they lose that perspective that they have as a new Christian as yeah. well. So they've got to be connected. Mm-hmm. They do to keep that fire going. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you flounder. And that was Mm -hmm. me my first three years in my walk when I became a Christian. I didn't have someone to come alongside me. Took three years to find someone. And then I got many. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Over Mm -hmm. the years. But it changed my life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. As it should. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So tell us, how do you fund your organization through like uh, donations, events? and upcoming events? We do have an upcoming event. It's October 14th. Uh, it's a women's conference called Created for Greatness. It's the name and the theme stems from Ephesians 2.10. It's uh, from 9 o'clock in the morning to 3.30 in the afternoon. It's held at the Bridge Church in Lawrenceville. Okay. And so we do have that upcoming event. Outside of that, we do speaking engagements and workshops for any church that would want full supply to come. I also have what's called the round table of faith. And this is where executives uh, like business owners, women's ministry directors or nonprofit executive directors meet together on a monthly basis for a year. And just to sharpen one another in our areas of business or whatever it is that we're doing. Oh, wonderful ministry. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know. I try to use when I'm seeking <laughs> services, you know, people within my church, or and then Gwinnett County as well, which are all encompassed together anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, I've, I've I've found some wonderful people through my church. Again, this is Connie with Full Supply, and Connie, if people want to get in touch with you or find out more about you, tell us how they can do that. They can certainly find uh find us on the website. It's www.fullsupply.org. So certainly find our information there. We're also on social media like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Wonderful. Yep. Do you have a Facebook page? I do have a Facebook page, but I don't know it by heart. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, if, they, uh, if they're if they in Facebook and they could just pull up if they've just Full Supply. Up, if they pulled up Full Supply or just my name, name. Connie Menser, they should find it. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Again, this is Connie Mensner. M-E-N-S-E-R. Men-ser. I know Menzer, and I'm still mispronouncing it. I am it's so okay. sorry. <laughs> so, again, we are being sponsored by Minuteman Press of Duluth, where they will 
design, print, and promote you. So we also have Tempo with special needs and treats. It's a bakery. <laughs> I love that place. So, um, and Tempo and I kind of have a similar. I started a nonprofit organization. She start her and her husband started a nonprofit because of our own personal experiences. And mm-hmm. so, Tempa, give us a, a quick, uh, it's not quick. <laughs> Why do I say a bad word? <laughs> so, Reader's Digest version of your inspiration okay, to special needs. My name is Tempa Kohler, and I am a co-founder of Special Needs and Treats. We are a nonprofit faith-based organization. Started it with my husband, Michael. Uh, we've been married 33 years in December. We have two children. Um, We also have two grandchildren. But the bakery was started um, because of our special needs son, who is 27 years old. Um, We moved to Gwinnett County 20 years ago with um, the recommendation of Lynn of moving to Gwinnett County because of the services that they offer. It's a great program in Gwinnett County. I highly recommend it. Um, At the age of 22, though, they do age out of the program. And we thought, what are we going to do with our son after that? He needs a job. We don't want him sitting at home. I've been a baker since I was 13. I will be 50 October the 12th. And so I've got a little bit of experience on the baking end and cake decorating. So we thought, well, we'll open a bakery and he can work there. God had a little bit of different plan for us. He said, well, why not help as many as you can? We started the bakery, but we wanted our special needs adults to come work with us. But we also wanted them to know that they could give back to the community, even though they may have some disabilities or some limitations, they can also always give back. So that is how it started. We have so many similar philosophies because even though we have homes for disabled adults, it's like you will be part of this is being active in the community and giving back. And I don't care who you are. We all have a disability, even though it's not visible. Correct. There's always a flaw somewhere in the uh, flesh Mm -hmm. and appearance. So uh, inside or outside or whatever. So, but even our special needs, Family members, they have a gift. Yes, they do. So, uh, they are just fearfully and wonderfully made. Ta- the, you're just got to tap into it. Yes. I always tell them they're special. God didn't give, uh, God gave us no more than we could bear. So he, he gave us a lot and he must think we can handle a lot. So well, let's move forward with it. Yeah. I think he gives us more than, than we can bear because he knows we have to turn to him to um, rely on him to get us through what we're going through. Well, very, very good point. Absolutely. So, well, tell me what you guys do. Y'all have got so many different exciting things that have been taking place here recently. Well, our main nonprofit mission is we try to ensure that any child in Gwinnett County that cannot afford a birthday cake can get one through us if they are with one of the 18 organizations that we work with right now. And we are trying to add to that list daily One of the reasons why we moved into our new location, because we have a lot more room now than we did when we were currently on the square. Now we're on Scenic Highway. But we want to expand into that. We work with foster care agencies. We work with our local food cooperatives. We work with Wishes for Me. We work with Family Promise. I mean, there's a lot of different ones that we work with. And we give them gift certificates. They hand them out to their clients as they see necessary. And then they can call us to get that free birthday cake. Wonderful. And they are delicious. Thank you. As well as y'all's incredible cupcakes and chalk corn. Chalk corn. Yeah. Did it right. (laughs) (laughs) Chalk corn corn is a um, premium puff corn covered in white chocolate. 
and it is a gluten-free product. It has no kernel, no hole, no seed. It will not get stuck in your teeth or braces or bother diverticulitis. And it is one of the items that our special needs adults can help us make. It's a hot item. <laughs> Sounds yummy. <laughs> it is. You have to go there. So maybe your meetings could take place at Special <laughs> Needs Bakery. Get a sugar fix for the month. <laughs> <laughs> I've got residents and uh, employees that go over there. Yeah. They'll buy an uh, buy extra, then take them home and <laughs> uh, distribute. But uh, you've got your bakery for special needs. I love this special needs K N E A D for kneading and mm-hmm. baking part. But we're talking special needs N E E D S. That y'all service. Yes. So you've got special needs that work in the bakery. And tell me more about that. You've got some volunteers Mm -hmm. and some other positions. We have right now currently 16 special needs paid employees. Um, We have now 10 that volunteer with us because we were able to start calling some off of our waiting list. And now our waiting list is setting at 153 that would like to come and work for us. And we utilize our special needs adults in all different positions. We have some that are baking assistants. We have some that decorate cupcakes, um, some that do our stickering for us on our plasticware, plastic containers, our bags. They sticker cupcake liners. Some of them run the register. Some of them pull cupcakes. Um, some of them mop, sweep dishes. If there is a job in that bakery, I will try each one of them at it to see where they excel at. That is wonderful. So how many non special needs employees do you have? Five. Okay. To help us run the business. That includes Mike and I. Gotcha. Okay. And y'all are arriving at work bright and early. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Tuesday Mm. through Saturday. Gotcha. And (laughs) you close at? We close at five. All All of those five days. days. We are closed on Sunday for God and family Mm -hmm. and Monday for our sanity and our grandkids. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) I can relate to that. (laughs) So what is a business model of employing special needs adults? And are there any age limits or parameters or restrictions? Okay. We do not have, well, the age limit we do start after the age of 22 because we feel that they can get services in Gwinnett County up to that age. So we focus after that because there are not a lot of opportunities out there, which you do know that. Exactly. Um, So we have a waiting list and it is a first come, first serve type waiting list. You come in, you get put on the list and we start calling from that list, whoever's next, whoever's next, whoever's next. We don't pick and choose off of that list. We have some that are in wheelchairs. We have some that are in walkers. We have some that are almost completely nonverbal. We find jobs for them to do um, because we we know that that usually upper higher 20% of special needs adults can usually find jobs. And I applaud the organizations that are and companies that are doing that. You know, you have your Kroger's, you have Publix, you have Walmart, mm-hmm. and they will hire, but they it is usually that higher functioning special needs adults. But the ones that are lower functioning, they do not want to give them a chance and we want everybody to have a chance to work. So there is no limitation on what your disability is that we would turn you away. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm sitting here thinking of a resident. <laughs> uh, I'll be sitting an email with the list. <laughs> we fixed the ad of about 10 people to your list. <laughs> I think a couple are already on there, no but I'm, I'm about to add somebody on there that's partially nonverbal due to mm-hmm. a car accident. So gotcha. Definitely. 
need some avenues, even if it's just to volunteer and get out. Correct. So Correct. Uh, that is wonderful. Okay. Most nonprofits, as we know, financially is always a struggle. Yes, ma'am. And getting in the donations and grants. So where do you get your funding from? We have right now um, a couple of um, organizations, companies that do donate to us. We have one company, one private and then we have probably about four or five others that do on a monthly donation. Mm-hmm. And it's those monthly donations that nonprofits really rely on. The ones where they do that reoccurring, reoccurring, Absolutely. reoccurring. And I think a lot of people don't realize that even if you did a dollar a month, $5 a month, but if it is a reoccurring that comes in, it makes a difference to any nonprofit. And, you know, if we had 100, 500, 1,000 people doing just that small amount, it does come together and it makes a great big difference. Um, so, you know, we do need those large corporate sponsors, which everybody would like to have. Um, writing grants is not an easy thing to do at all. They are very hard to get and it's a science to learn how to do that. Um, we don't have the funding to pay a grant writer to come on board, but we would love it if, you know, if somebody wants to volunteer some time and help us learn, you know, how to write some grants, that would be great. But um, it is that monthly that really helps. Or you can do a one-time donation too. But I just urge anybody out there, find a nonprofit that is close to your heart and donate Mm -hmm. to them because they do need the help. What about your future plans of special needs and where do you expect this to go long-term? Well, we would love to have what we have right now in downtown Lawrenceville. We would like to be able to take that and pick it up and move it to every city In Georgia, we would like Mm -hmm. to pick it up and move it to every city across the country because it is so needed. We do have a little bit more to learn on how to make that run just like clockwork so we can pick it up and move it. Um, But we also see expansion even where we're at because we have a 12,000 square foot facility. We're utilizing about 6,000 square feet of that. We would love to bring more special needs on and get them employed. We want to make sure we get more cakes into the community because that is the nonprofit mission. But again, it does take that funding to do that. But we do have big plans. We we want to take this as large as God wants it to go. Absolutely. And he has blessed y'all so yes, much. Ma'am. I've loved to watch y'all over time uh, see the growth there. What do you need in order to continue to be successful? We need prayers, first off and foremost. We need everybody to pray for us that we are following God's will for our lives. We are following God's will for our bakery. And again, we need that monthly support. We need people you know, to even volunteer. There are certain areas. um, We do have that on our website under um, ways you can help. We have an I volunteer page where you can come and volunteer. I even need volunteers who can do cake decorating, who can do icing of cakes and things like that. So we do need some of the very specific type of volunteering work, but we always need people to wash dishes. That is the main thing that we have in our bakery that we need done. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to wash dishes, but you don't understand how important that job is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a very important job. Connie, I think we see some mentees (laughs) (laughs) headed our way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, ladies, thank you so much for coming on today. Again, we have Connie with Full Supply and Tempo with Special Needs. And uh, both in Lawrenceville area. Mm -hmm. And uh, we greatly appreciate everything that you guys do to support Gwinnett County and providing and making this a better county. Thank you. 
Bless y'all. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for letting us be on the show. Thank you. And again, this is Lynn Robinette with the Wishes for Me Foundation. Everybody have a great day and thank you. Mm -hmm.